Hey guys, welcome to the No Sleep Club. Welcome, is, welcome. This is Year 13's inaugural podcast. We're all very excited. Uh, my name is Blake. I am a product designer at Year 13 and I'm here with my co-worker and good mate, Hamish. Howdy, how are you going? Um, she didn't give me the title introduction, but I'm a product manager here as well. Uh, Blake and I, we're, we're, we've been here. Together. We've been here six years together and uh, now I get to work closer than ever, which has been bloody awesome. So <laughs> It's been terrible, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and also behind the camera and microphone, we also have our two very talented producers, Tom Yay! and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Big claps but, for those guys. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, welcome to our new podcast. We're very excited. Yeah, yeah, a little bit nervous, if I'm honest with you. Yes, um, Hamish and I are not by any means professional podcasters. God, no, so, God, no. But we're good at talking shit, so we're just yeah. going to do that and see how it goes. <laughs> Definitely. So I, I think what we'll do, Blake, we'll kick it off with a bit of Year 13, the, the journey from our founders, you know, and then, uh, and then we can start to talk about ourselves a little bit. Yeah. So. Year 13, when was it? 2012, yeah. eight years now. We've been online. Um, Geordie, Sachs and, and Will, they all had very different experiences when finishing school. Um, you know, Will, he was very much loved, loved the surf lifestyle, loved the idea of doing a carpentry apprenticeship, being able to finish off at three <laughs> and, you know, piss off to the surf. And, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame him. Um, you know, he, he, he loved that idea and, and he was actually, you know, quite academic at school and, and, and his parents kind of sold him into uh, an engineering degree and, and he wasn't necessarily aware of what the uni- what, what university w- would, would ask of him. It was very different to, to, to his expectations. Uh, Sachs, he, you know, was, um, lack of a better term, a black sheep at school <laughs> um, in the sense that uh, he didn't get along with, with some, of, some of the teachers. Uh, he, was, he was very sporty, um, but he was, wasn't really sure what he wanted to, to do at school. And, and truth be told, he, he was, you know, disengaged. And it wasn't until, you know, he went traveling and saw all these creatives, writers, photographers, videographers, where he start, started to sit back and be like, oh, you know, hold on a minute. You know, that was never, ever, ever explored when he was at school and then Geordie was you know almost the exact opposite he was very academic at school got into university but then struggled to actually find that employment and and then was working late at night that affected his studies here and ended up dropping out of university um so Will is the only founder with a university degree um, in engineering, which you, which you'll never use. Um, but you know, they they were finishing school, kind of going through their own transitions, and you know, one of their friends was you know pushed and pulled in different directions, and, and unfortunately took their life. And that's when the it really sparked a fire in the boy's belly, and and you know, acknowledged that that this demographic, you know, eighteen to 25 year olds there's, there's serious serious hole in the market in, in terms of that support network so they put their heads together originally were just publishers um writing cool yeah. content a lot um, of articles a lot of blog posts that kind of thing that's it you know why everyone should, should consider a gap year why you should stop hating on tradies um you know looking at alternative study uh, study options you know going down pathways and, and and private colleges and you know they um quite quickly they 
caught like the, it, it caught wind. It mm. was it was it was the the social media at the time, Facebook was yeah. very very generous. And I think it also just goes to show that there was such a need for it as well. Yeah. Like everyone was searching for answers and searching for a more advice in the post school space. So. Yeah, definitely. And even when I was still at school, when Year Thirteen was was quite early, so like I finished what twenty fourteen. And Year 13 was still in its early days. Um, sorry, I haven't mentioned it yet. Geordie and Sachs are my two older brothers. So <laughs> I, I, did have, I did have some exposure to it while I was at school. But even then, you know, a lot of people at school didn't necessarily have that support network. Like we were like the company was still so young at that stage. Like we're still on WordPress, um, <laughs> which we were up until probably about two years ago. Um, yeah. But, you know, they they the Facebook algorithm was, was quite generous and they kind of – you know, took off like wildfire and it wasn't until the, till people actually started coming to us being like, Oh cool. I read that article about a gap year. You know, can you help me get into a gap year mm. or, or get me a job apprenticeship or, or into university? And that's, that's where the services that really started to pop up. And, and now well, we've got incredible connection to so many different uh, pathways, you know, mm. whether that's travel providers, employment, both, you know, entry level up to professional apprenticeships onto, yeah. um, onto the education, the education private colleges, yeah. uh, TAFEs, universities, everything that you could want to do after <laughs> school, we've got it even, essentially. Even the, even, even the short courses as well. And it's yeah. really, really awesome. Um, look, truth be told, it, it's it's been very an interesting experience because I think if you think about a lot of other companies uh, just in general that they're so focused on sort of one product or one service, whereas Year 13 has been so broad uh, that mm. – trying to facilitate all those different services has uh, been difficult at times. <laughs> it's not always easy, um, but that's exactly what we're trying to achieve is just make sure that we have all the options for everyone who's coming out of high school. We obviously all have different needs and we all have different passions and we just want to make sure that we're catering for literally everybody who's leaving high school, whether that's in year 12 or pr- before, yeah. whether you're leaving in year 10. Um, yeah, that's it's why we do what we do every day. It's a big mission of year 13 is to ensure that everyone's leaving high school pursuing something that they're genuinely passionate about and they, um, you know, are pursuing a career that's going to fulfill them later in life. And that's really what we're doing. We're just making sure that all you guys end up somewhere that you're genuinely happy. And yeah, definitely. And and I think, I think a massive one that, you know, when I was at school, I definitely didn't have, uh, but since working here and, you know, the research that we do ourselves, it just, it's becoming more and more clear how important, you know, having a plan is, Mm. you know, whether that is just, Oh, I'm going, when I finish school, I'm going to go work at Macca's, you know, I'm going to save up money so I can buy a new car, you know, whatever it is, you've got mm-hmm. a plan. Like there's, there's goals set and you just take it one step at a time, whether that is go traveling, get a part-time job, go traveling and then come back and think about your education. It, it's a, it's a scary thing, especially, you know, being 17, 18, um, studying the syllabus for what, 13 years. Yeah. You, Going out uh, in the real world. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> no idea what to expect. It's, it's, it's tough to, to put that expectation on, on school leavers that they're meant to know what yeah. they're wanting to do. So if there's any advice I can give you guys, just take it one step at a time. Don't feel any pressure. It's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you got the rest of your life to, to, to make that decision. Yeah. Um, now Blake, Speaking I, of plans. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was, I've been lucky enough to spend the last six years um, with you. Yeah. Now, Very lucky man. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly lucky. Yeah. Incredibly lucky. Uh, but, you know, I guess I've never re- – I know you went to Manly Selective and you got a high uh-huh. ATAR. I know all that. Uh, it is a running joke in here. Um, <laughs> but I guess I, I want to actually know, like, dig a bit deeper in, into, like, what was your, you know, your – 
potentially your, your youth, like growing up into, yeah. you know, into high school and then, you know, where, where we are now. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, uh, high school was, I enjoyed high school for the sake of the fact that I really loved to learn. Um, I really grew up with the uh, advice from my dad saying that uh, knowledge was power and everything that we learnt was sort of arming us for a future, you know, of being able to. It, it's amazing <laughs> you say that because my mum has always said the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'll touch on that a little bit later. But she has always said, you know, education, you can have the nicest cars, you can have the nicest house, the yeah. best, the newest phones, but education is that one thing that that, that they everything. can never take away from you yeah. that, that someone can never take away from you so but I won't I won't I won't <laughs> if we can touch on that <laughs> no, a little no, bit no. later um yeah so uh I was really geared up to have a good education um I got tutoring in primary school to make sure that I would get into a selective high school an academically selective what was high um, school. what was your subject of choice my subject of choice. I mean, what in were you best school. at? Yeah, like what were you best at? Oh, um, English, I always really liked, um, which is definitely why I ended up sort of following the path that I did, which is um, journalism and writing. Um, but yeah, got into this um, selective high school, and so studying and um, you know learning was a massive part of what I was doing when I was in high school. As a massive nerd, if you can't tell. <laughs> um, so for me, yeah, that was my sort of youth. It, to the point of where maybe I didn't do some of the fun teenage stuff oh. that I should have been doing, which I know Hamish and I definitely differ on. <laughs> yeah, we, got, we had very, very, very different yeah. different experiences. Hamish um, got into a bit of trouble. Uh, we can touch on that in, in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I was very studious, um, got a very high mark at the end of uh, year 12 and was it what you were wanting or expecting uh it was higher than I expected <laughs> which was great which meant I um sort of could get into any uni that I was wanted to that I had on my preference list and as I said I really wanted to do journalism I was set I knew I liked writing I knew I liked English I thought journalism would be the best place for me to express my creative freedom had you sorry to jump in but had you had any sort of experience in journalism um not to that point other than like you know doing assignments at school like yeah. I liked writing reports I liked doing creative stories uh the creative side was definitely more appealing to me than the sort of news side yeah. um yeah. I wasn't a particularly like current affairs type oh, I could see you on channel nine you know get the, the <laughs> oh, presenter voice be, on presenter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean right. here, we here, are. here we are here we are <laughs> um yeah so one thing I'm very, very glad that I did when I left high school was take a gap year. Um, I was uh, pretty burnt Europe? out. Yes. Yeah. I so spent seven months earning money because I had no money. <laughs> um, literally just worked full time in a cafe. And What was the cafe called? <laughs> they make fun of me for the name of the cafe. The cafe was called Baker Caker Coffee Maker and – when I picked up the phone, I used to have to answer Baker Cake Coffee Maker Blake speaking, <laughs> which is a mouthful. <laughs> um, got very good at it, although sometimes totally messed it up. Uh, Blake Cake, blah, 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 blah. Hello, who's this? Uh, anyway, so yeah, spent seven months um, just earning cash, um, putting in the bank, saving up as much as I could, just scraped together enough to go to Europe for four months with my friends um it 
<laughs> when I say just scraped it off together, I came back with $10 in my bank account. So <laughs> I lived pretty skint when I was in Europe, but it's all, it's all a part of the experience. Exactly. Like no one goes over to Europe with uh, too much cash. No, not uh, when you're 18. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely no. not. Now, I guess, I, I guess, would you recommend, obviously you said taking a gap year, Europe it can be quite expensive, you know, to, mm. to, to travel. Would you say if you're going to do, um, say, three months in Europe that, you know, 18 years of age, 19 years of age is the right time to do it? Um, yeah, I mean, I 100% recommend 18, 19-year-olds taking a gap year. Like I think um, whatever you do, you don't have to do traveling. You can totally stay in Australia mm. and do something. Well, um, yeah, there are those cool, you know, Jackaroo programs. Yeah, exactly. Um, There's heaps of programs. We have a bunch on the website if you want to check them out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, small soft, plug. Soft plug. <laughs> soft yeah. plug there, yeah, guys. Right um, yeah, no, there's some amazing programs and experiences you can do around Australia or, um, yeah, nearby. If, if you're unsure about what to do in your gap year, like there's plenty of tours and um, things that will bring a bunch of you together, like volunteering. Mm. Um, and, I th- and I think stuff. while you're on, uh, while we're on the topic of gap years, yeah, traditionally it's always been thought that, you know, you go to do that Europe, you go spend six months or, you know, three to six months over in Europe. But what's becoming more and more clear that even just taking the, taking a year and, you know, yep. working, <laughs> you know, getting, getting your physical and mental health, all of it just in check and just enjoying that time before totally. you need to make a decision. Back into um, it, yeah. And just while we're on that, like one of my friends, you know, he he was going to do a, a business degree, I believe it was at, at Macquarie, um, deferred it, went to Europe. His old man's a photographer, like creative. Mm-hmm. And then when he came back, he did, I think he, he may have done – up until census and then was like, hold on a minute, like this, this Not just isn't me. for me. And now he's, uh, he's in marketing, I believe mm. on the creative nice. um, development side of things and he's loving it. And, yeah. and, you know, if he's, he's actually said to me that if he hadn't taken that gap year, he would have spent those three years completing that degree that he didn't mm. like. Totally. Um, yeah. That's exactly what it's for. I think like, yeah, more than traveling, more than, I mean, going out and seeing new cultures and meeting new people mm. is an amazing experience and it's very, um, it, promotes a lot of growth, but, um, more than that, I think it's just taking the time to figure out what it is you really genuinely want. Mm. Um, trying a bunch of different things, maybe like going into work and, um, seeing what being a worker is actually like. Cause I feel like when you're in high school, you don't necessarily take the no. time to work full time and like figure out what it is to. So we're about to lead into you kind of getting into uni. Yes. Um, Tell us a bit more about it. I know I know it probably wasn't the nicest experience for yourself. Yeah, so um was very excited when I came back from my gap year. I deferred my university course for a year in journalism. Um and uh was really keen to start at uni. Um thought university was gonna be like that ideal experience that's painted in movies. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna meet a bunch of people and there's gonna be an amazing campus and you'll all hang out together and there'll be societies and clubs and sport and that's not and that does happen at uni if you throw yourself into it in the way that I probably should have. But, um, yeah, when I got to uni, I was really anxious about the whole experience. I just hated going in. I hated the course that I was doing. I realized that journalism was not nearly as creative as I mm. had hoped. Um, do you think that if you had maybe done a, a journalism, uh, sorry, you know, done work experience yeah. with a journalism that, that I might a journalist that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that you might have, you know, it might have changed your university degree. Totally. Even if I'd 
known more about what a course encompassed. Like mm. I think uh, even if I just understood what the curriculum was of the course that mm. I was studying, like it, I could have made a much more informed decision about what I was doing. So yeah, ended up at uni, did about five weeks um, or six weeks. I missed census, unfortunately. <laughs> so I was still there after census date, but um did you get an internship at year 13 during your journalism degree? No. No, did you? <laughs> no. They, oh, that is, I'm going to take it up with the boys. They've always said that you started as an intern. No. Oh. I was a paid writer, oh. my friend. <laughs> no, there no, no. I, I started at year 13 after I, so the, the end of this story is I dropped out of my university <laughs> course. Um, and having been to a selective school where all they talk about is university and what you're going to do at university mm. and here's what a degree is going to look like. And literally they never mentioned anything other than degree, 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 uni, mm. uni, uni. There was never I th- anything. I think, I think most school, like selective or not, I think majority yeah. of schools treat university entrances is almost like marketing material yeah, in the sense that like look how totally. good our, our, our school is and look how look our students can hit these hit these um these targets and get into university yeah. um but that's that's a that's a very uh, traditional mindset yeah. um and things are changing quite quickly mm, in the, in the modern sure. day yeah. uh but yeah you started working here you know what were you doing originally um so yeah after dropping out of uni just um felt really uh, lost, really lost. <laughs> like, um, yeah, cause my school had drilled this into us that uni was the only option. I literally thought I was a failure. Like I <laughs> struggled, oh, I struggled very hard when I dropped out of uni just because it was like my whole identity was leading up to this point And then it just suddenly came to an end and it was like, I didn't know who I was anymore. Who's cutting onions in here? Damn. <laughs> no, it was it was a bad time. Um, but I didn't want to wallow. I wanted to just keep plugging. So um, literally jumped on jobs websites and um, found the gig at Year Thirteen, which was a writing job. So I just wanted to write fun articles about being young and post-school options and all that stuff that I was going through literally at the time. And that's what I got to do. I got to come here once a week, write a couple articles and then, um, yeah, I just slowly sort of worked my way up to doing more and more around the office, getting to know the boys a bit more. And, um, yeah, that's how I ended up here. <laughs> and now you're in the product team with me. And now I'm in the product team with Hamish. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. And it's all very exciting because we've never actually worked super close together, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's been a nice what six weeks now you've been here yeah, with us. Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's it's still very new. I've I was on the marketing team up until this point, so. Yeah. yeah. But you're always like let's let's not just call it marketing. I mean, you're always doing the decks. Like you were the, <laughs> doing the creative development of, of things uh, yeah. before we got the actual yeah. uh, graphic designers, and now you're uh, you've upskilled yourself and and yeah, I the, think it just goes to show that um you can learn so much in the job like I never thought I would move from a marketing role mm. to a tech role like mm. a product product is essentially like website development as yeah like yeah um so while it's still very heavily design oriented it's I I just never thought I would be able to make such a significant career shift without having done a study or like a degree in that area so yeah I think it just goes to show that you can do so much just learning on the job boss, boss. <laughs> well yeah, I guess my uh, my experience through school was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Geordie and Sachs are two of my older brothers. We're from a, we've got, you know, five kids in total. Um, and as I was saying before, you know, mum and mum and dad, they always kind of uh, stressed that, you know, education was the one thing that they could never take away from us. And, mm-hmm. and so obviously having five kids, it's not cheap putting five kids through uh, private education at, at Barker <laughs> College. It, um, it stretched the dollar thin, I guess you'd say. And, and I, I wore a lot of hand-me-downs. So <laughs> shout out to the Foxes for giving me their old uniforms. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think when I was finishing school, it was, it was, it was different in the sense that, you know, I had older siblings that had been through the school. So in that sense, uh, socially, I, I was quite comfortable. Um, academically, I, I did all right. You know, like when I applied myself, I could actually, uh, get good marks. Mm-hmm. It was just more when I, when, when, when did I want to not be a smart ass? Um, <laughs> which is, which is very, uh, all the time. Rare, <laughs> still, yeah. I was gonna say, still all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Big time. So yeah, no, finishing school, but like, look, you know, truth be told, I think everyone has those sort of insecurities at school, whether, you know, you might feel overweight or you might, um, not like your hairline, like myself, <laughs> um, or your teeth or, you know, whatever it is. Like I, I definitely had that, that insecurity about money, especially being at a, you know, a private school where a lot of the people around you are very, very well off. So mm. It was just those sort of things that I guess I, I didn't necessarily struggled with, but it was definitely on the back of my mind, you know, through, through high school. Felt a little bit different, um, a little bit ostracized from everybody yeah, else. Yeah, slightly, slightly. I mean, I was pretty, I got pretty good at making excuses why people couldn't <laughs> come over because, you know, when there's seven people living in a house, uh, it's hard to keep it clean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when I, you know, I was at school, um, I... I had a couple of mates, you know, probably got caught up in the, in the wrong crowd when I was, when I was a little bit younger, you know, you're nine, 10, year 11. And obviously with my family, uh, a lot of my family, including my grandparent, granddad and his three brothers went to Barker. Uh, they all played, you know, in the first 15 at school, Sachs, my older brother, he played, uh, first 15, Sam, he was kind of rugby union. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, you know, like, so, so, so a big motivator for me, um, in year towards the end of actually in year 11 into year 12 was, was training to, get into the ones and, and play, you know, put, put the red jersey on and, and, you know, play against Knox who are our rivals. Um, I never got to play them at home. <laughs> <laughs> got in a little bit of trouble. Um, oh yeah, we were, we can move past that part. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, was, I made, made stupid mistakes and I think that was just me being a bit cocky, um, thinking that I was maybe un, un, untouchable, which I'm sure, so, you know, every 17, 18 year old while they're at high school, yep, definitely. that yeah, at one point. <laughs> I, I, got, I got told quite often by uh, Mr. McCoustra that we're not seven foot tall and we're not bulletproof. So, um, uh, I don't know. I, I felt like that was a bit of a challenge. Um, and I think a lot of my mates as well started to, to, started to push the boundaries. Uh, you know, an example of that is during muck-up week, <laughs> we were told that um, – don't get any ideas from yeah, this one, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this isn't actually too bad. This isn't actually too bad. But, you know, during Mac Up Week, yeah, the, all the boys in our group, there was a good, I think it was about 40 or 50 of us had um had decided that we were, every year there's always the year 12s. They run behind the swimming carnival assembly and everyone like sees them. And then this year, because our um, class, our cohort was a little bit naughty, <laughs> they moved it to the assembly hall. Um, obviously myself and, and two other mates who'd been in trouble uh, earlier in the year decided to sit this one out. Well, rather 
sit inside the assembly hall <laughs> and um, uh, we took some fart bombs in <laughs> and no. I think there was around like someone had brought I think 700 crickets, uh, live <gasps> crickets. Um, Where and from? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. He just rocked up with them. We were like, all right, wow. this is cool. But like, <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, anyway, um, so all the other boys are getting ready to run through. Um, I, you know, while we're doing the national anthem, I s- smash the fart bomb, <gasps> chuck it under the seat in front of me and I'm mm. like, everyone's singing and, you know, you're, you're applaud. And here I am thinking that I've gotten away with murder. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, well, um, one of the, uh, one of the deans at the school is talking, it's dead silent. This fart bomb just goes off right, like right at my feet, <laughs> right at my feet after I'd kicked it and like kicked it all the way. Obviously people had kicked it back. Anyway. A couple of the boys, three boys broke ahead from the group when they were running in. And the moment those three came in, all the teachers locked the doors. Oh, and so no. all the boys, <laughs> yeah, so all the boys were caught outside. But then those three boys run in and there was some swear words said when they realized that they were caught, that they couldn't get out. But they were all wearing masks and all that sort of crap. <laughs> they finally get out and um, they they run up the wall, uh, run up to the stage and take the fire exit out. And then the uh, the deans at the school then... Uh, sat there and did a roll call of every single boy, oh. uh, every single person in year 12 and, and uh, yes. whoever wasn't there that day got a letter to their uh, – or message to their parents. Oh, actually, they were going to get suspended, I believe. Uh, you shouldn't have seen how many parents had written a sick uh, sick leave or sick excuse for their kid that day <laughs> in about a 20-minute window. It was, um, oh. it was incredible. It was incredible, but they Wait, still suspended about 30 people. I think we all want to know what happened with the crickets. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Um, when they ran in, we then just like opened the crickets and just like threw them everywhere. Mm. And so there was, it was chaos. It was chaos. Sorry if you guys didn't hear that, but it was chaos in the, um, (laughs) chaos in there. So yeah, you know, that was, that was, uh, that was a great, great, great experience in my year 12. Sounds great. Um, (laughs) Where, where did you, from there? (laughs) Uh, did you need us to take a little break, Tommy? All right, let's take a break. We're going to take a quick break. Beautiful. We'll be back. Oh, hi. My name is Tom. You're probably wondering why you're hearing me or seeing me right now. And let me tell you why. No, I'd be quiet. Well, let me tell you about today's sponsor, Year 13, because nobody wanted to work with us. But that's okay. Because we want to let you guys know about our free post-school plan. So what's a post-school plan? That's a great question. A post-school plan may help you discover where you want to go in the future and more about yourself. You can compare a bunch of different jobs and roles from a whole bunch of different industries. So figure out what you want to do with your life by completing your own personalised post-school plan. Beautiful. That was a nice little little drinks break. Uh, I'm refreshed. All right, God. Hamish, you yes. were telling us about your horrific oh, muck-up day story, yeah. but then also what happened in year 12? Where were you at? What were you feeling? What did you want to do? Great question. Um, I guess I'll dial it back a little bit. I, I guess from when I was you know, a young kid, always uh, had a passion for you know helping animals. Like I loved animals, always felt like I've had a special bond with animals. Um, in the sense, like I still remember to this day that we were with the neighbor neighbors and like there was this random dog or whatever. And I went up and I was just like patting it and they were all like, what the, 
are you doing? Like, you can't do that. And this dog was super chilled, a little Jack Russell, super chilled. And then like one of the other kids went to do it and the dog bit him. What? And everyone was like, yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, you were just, the you dog just, whisperer, you were just patting, right yeah, you were just patting that dog. So, um, you know, like that was something that I always really enjoyed. And obviously um, dogs, especially great companions. Mm. Um, what did we ever do to deserve them? They're just, <laughs> oh, they're the best. Um, so, you know, I'd always kind of wanted to be a vet. Um, as everyone kind of knows, you got to be quite intelligent. Um, you know, you got to be. Oh, oh, you've just got to find the right pathway to get there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if I think to where I was in probably year ten or eleven, um, and you know, getting an ATIS med of about eighty six, you know, you need ninety. What was it? Ninety nine point nine six something to get directly oh. into it, mm-hmm. and then you do your seven years like a you know a traditional doctor. Um, but if you don't, then you've got to get. I can't remember what it was. I think it was about the 86 mark, but then you've got to do three years and then study and then, yeah, complete that, whatever it is, animal science, something mm-hmm. in animal science. And then from there, go into school, uh, go into vet school, vet school. 10 years of extra study. Those 13 <laughs> were long enough. All right. Yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. They were long enough. So, I mean, it, it, it was, it was quite jarring because, a year 13 was kind of being made, um, you know, really, really early on stages of year 13. And I knew that I wanted to kind of get in there and, and help out there. Cause like I, when I heard the idea, I was like, this is going to be big, you yeah. know, like, let's, let's try to ride this one. Um, in a good sense. Um, <laughs> let's uh, try and help as many people as we possibly yeah, can. Yeah, no, no, definitely. <laughs> because actually I'll get, I'll get to that. It's a really good point because, I then started to, you know, I definitely felt a little bit lost when I was finishing mm. school. Like, yeah, okay, sick. I'm working with my brothers, like working at this cool company that they've just started, but it's not nice living in the shadows all the time. Mm. Um, and, you know, I would did definitely feel that, that like quite lost in a, and it was almost like, you know, there was things that I would say and I'd be like, oh, this is an idea. And, but maybe because of my age or lack of experience or, poor vocabulary, uh, <laughs> that, that it didn't necessarily, um, sit. And then, you know, I'd get quite frustrated when we'd end up doing what I said, you know, a couple of weeks later and it'd work and I'd be like, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's when I just started, um, I, I started backing myself a little bit more in terms of, um, my thoughts and, mm. and, and, that I'm not just because I'm 18, 19, that I'm not necessarily mm. um, stupid or I, sh- you know, I shouldn't know the answers. And this is what I was actually going to say before when we were giving an intro into Tom and Matt. Like, yeah. boys are young. Like, Tommy, especially you, how old are you? <laughs> you look it. You look it. He's about 19. Tom's 19. 19. Matt, 20, Matt, how old are you? 22. 22. Yeah, you're handsome as hell, Matt. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys will see this. Um, <laughs> Toby, yeah, you know, he's he's young, incredibly talented. Um, yeah. All the video content that you'd see across, you know, Year 13 and our socials, you know, from these two legends. It's amazing stuff. Uh, and I was actually really taken back when Tom started and I was like, holy <laughs> shit, you're like 18. He's still got braces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He's cute. <laughs> train trucks. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to bully you, Tom. You know it's out of love. You know yeah, it's out of love. We love each other. Um, but yeah, you know, like I, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do finishing school, and I guess I kind of jumped a little bit quick, uh, early into into year thirteen. But I was always like, oh, I'd love to go traveling. I'd love to take a gap year. I've always wanted to do it. Um, I guess what kind of held me back from that, and I can't blame year thirteen at all. It was probably my girlfriend at the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, let's not get into that one today. Um, we can save we can save that for the relationships topic. Yeah. Um, but you know, I um, yeah, you know, I I guess I also think that there was also an element of um, what's the word? I was quite cocky, I guess, because I just finished high school. I've mm-hmm. been playing in the first fifteens. I was a lot bigger, a lot stronger. And when I say bigger, like muscly bigger back then. And I think there was a, an element of like cocky, like look at me, I'm going into you know year thirteen. So that yeah. I kind of I've got a job. Yeah, like I kind of uh, um, maybe counted my chickens before they hatched a mm-hmm. little bit. But in saying that, I definitely do not regret coming here and working at year thirteen. Um, I have been. Oh, it's the experience, like the exposure, like to be what, 24 now. And to think about when I was 18, 19, 20, like some of the, like yourself included, like some of the, some of the work that we're doing. Mm. um, Like I still remember to this day, I went to a meeting with uh, Westpac and I think it was when we were doing Finley at the first, first round. I remember going to a meeting and, you know, because I helped with the development of that. And they're like, oh, so how old are you? What, 25? And I was like, no, I'm 22. And they were like, you're 22, you know, um, and yeah. I think I think that just reiterates that that, that your age should never ever ever age limit you. It doesn't matter as long nah. as you're there and you're ready to put in the work and you you're committed and you're dedicated to learning everything you can. Age does not mat- matter one iota. No, nah, like, not at all. We not have all. such talented people here at Year 13, and like most of them are under 25. Like, yeah, yeah. majority, yeah, majority, yes, it's, yeah. Like and just insane what you can do when you give young people the tools and like the time to just and the and the flourish. mentoring though and the yeah, mentoring, the mentoring. Like we have been given a lot of support here for sure both you know Will Saxon uh, and Jordy through the, through the years but also as we started to um, expand sort of our networks as well like we we definitely um, you know we we've definitely. Uh, matured as as professionals uh even though though we haven't been to uni we're still professionals I'll call myself that one at least (laughs) but you know I think I think uh, I'm a big believer in in you know living uh, not living but but following the shadows of of someone that you you idolize I guess and, and you know you look up to in a sense and like you know my older brothers would definitely be that for me like hell they were 19 and 20 when they started year 13 yeah. I think about myself at 19 and 20 I would if for the year 13 wasn't here I wouldn't in, like yeah <laughs> I still don't know what I'd be doing you know um so I look up to those sort of people and and I and I I'm a big believer like you live in the shadow until it's sort of until you feel capable enough to not take the spotlight, not necessarily take the spotlight, but that you're well equipped enough to, um, to be able to, um, swim, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're not, that you're not feeling like you're sinking, you know, in, in in the big business world. Mm -hmm. Um, so if there's anyone out there, you know, you, you, you really want an opportunity, you know what you want to do, you know what you're passionate about. I recommend getting in touch with someone like a mentor, literally shadowing them. Just send someone an email. It's people don't realize how not necessarily easy, but like sometimes people are really willing to help you out and just would love to mentor you. And people just people want- love the, the hunger. They yeah. love the hunger, like young people who hustle. Like if you reached out to someone today, mm. provided that you could get in contact with them, yeah. <laughs> um, that you can actually get their contact emails, contact details rather, you know, they actually would be, like, they'd want to really reach out and, and give you that time for mm. free because they're like, I remember when I was that age. Yeah. I remember when I was hungry, yeah. you know. And someone gave me a chance, so I just want to do the same thing exactly. for you. Like yeah, just go for it. Go and hit up a bunch of people with emails who you admire and want to be like and just see where it takes you. Like Definitely, definitely. So and worth I, it. I can't remember who it was. I, I, remember what, I can't remember his name. 
whatever it doesn't really matter but he said you know like it's pretty much the same sort of concept go follow, go message someone that mm. you idolize that you want to be like tell them that you'll work with them for free for mm. three months and then if after that if they want to hire you as an employee they'll do it provided that you you know show them how hard you how how much you really want that opportunity um and i and i think a lot of that's you know sort of like loyalty I think is a big thing that that's mm. kind of forgotten about nowadays like I remember you know when I was 49 months got my uh, <laughs> got my got my first job at at the chicken store um nice. and that was a big thing and I remember I remember Barry who you know definitely taught me a lot you know throughout that sort of period of my life you know he wasn't family he wasn't friends but he was still that older older figure yeah. that I felt like I could talk to you know and he um he definitely just said like loyalty is the one thing that uh, you know an employer will respect mm. you know um if you're working hard you're showing up every day that you're being loyal and you're not going behind their back looking mm. for other jobs um not that i am that was, that was, that was, a, that was a really that was a poorly timed smile um <laughs> <laughs> shit um you know yeah he always said loyalty was, was a big thing and and i and i think just touching on on that work um aspect you know i am a massive believer that everyone should have a job while at high school i i the the, the value of money i learned the value of money like when you're earning what 12 bucks an hour mm. like and you get given <laughs> that that 100 200 bucks whatever it is you know as cash like that's a lot of coin for for a yeah. 15 16 year old but you start to learn that value of money um, and, and value of, of hard work and being a committed employee as well like it's all really important stuff i actually didn't really have a job in high school i did a bit of tutoring um to get a bit of cash but i didn't have a job in high school and i do think it made me more uh, pushed me into that bubble of studying mm. a bit too much. Like it actually would have been really good to have a little break from like on top of being able to make a bit of money. Um, yeah. Having that break from study and having another world outside of just high school mm. and those friends, like you meet a lot of people when you're working as well, like, particularly mm. in hospitality or retail, yeah, like time. you have coworkers, you get to know a few new people. Like it's all very, yeah, it's, it's, all, stuff. it's awesome. You know, and, and I think about, uh, I, when I was what, yeah, especially in actually year 12, I think about, because obviously I was playing sport on the weekends as well, mm. as well as rugby training and working. Um, and I remember year 12, like I was getting up at five o'clock in the morning, picking up uh, Rowan, the bloke I used to work with, going to work till 12 o'clock, then going playing first 15 rugby union, mm. you know, like at 3 p.m. And like that for me felt so easy. And like I started to be like, hold on a minute, like studying's not too hard. Yeah. Like, you study for a couple hours, like, I can get up in the morning, I can train hard, I can work, I can play sport. You know, you actually start to understand what you're really capable of um, both, uh, yeah, physically and, and mentally. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a big believer in, in, in getting a job. I think it – I mean – I kind of had to get a job. As I said, five kids, money was stretched thin. So pocket money was not maybe a gold <laughs> coin here and there. Um, but, you know, that was that was definitely something that that I think, you know, coming here, at year, coming into year 13, you know, um, you've got to earn your stripes. Uh, that's another thing I'm a big believer on. Like you've got to earn your stripes, especially being a young person entering the employment, um, you know, the workforce. Yeah. you're going to be a small fish in a big pond. Yeah, for a little um, while. you just got to do the hard yards. Yeah, yeah. Work and your way up. Don't think you're top shit no, straight away, essentially. God, <laughs> God no. And that, and that's the thing. Like you, you really do need to earn your stripes because if you do, you keep your mouth uh, shut, 
keep your head down, you work hard, you know, you will reap the benefits in the yeah, long run. Later. Like they, that will pay dividends. But yeah. if you're being a smart ass because you don't like the way your manager is doing something mm. and you want you want to try and talk up to them, uh, you know, you're only, you're only, far. yeah, exactly. You're, they're going to end your employment there and then you're back at the bottom of the ladder. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what it goes back to that, to that loyalty. You know, you, it, that if you, if you stick it in for an, for an employer, you know, finding a new um, employee costs hard. a lot of money <laughs> and finding the right one is hard. Mm. So just because you're having a tough time at, at work or, um, you know, you think that maybe you deserve more respect or don't get me wrong if there are mm-hmm. situations where where, yeah, for sure. where you should stand up. But like yeah. a lot of the time I think people get a bit of a an ego or mm-hmm. think that things should be done differently when they're not in the place to maybe in say that. Moments, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think, um, yeah, that that's that's a massive one. So anyone who's starting the workforce, you know, uh, apprentices mm-hmm. up, up to, you know, professionals, yeah. um, it's it's a slog (laughs) yeah it's a slog it's a slog but it's great and you'll you'll start earning money before your peers which is Mm. awesome and yeah you'll just be further along in your career than a lot of your mates i know a lot of my mates now are only just finishing university and like i've been in a genuine career for six years yeah exactly and and think about all the stuff that you know now like just all those all those skills um you know we're speaking about it earlier like excel photoshop all those things that you would have never been taught at say university but you've been in the job uh Mm. the job has i mean i still not great at excel you you do a lot of my excel for me yeah 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 and i get and i get sarish to help me so thank you ricky um yeah i think well let's wrap it up we've been going on a few tangents yes 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 um Yes, essentially that's sort of how we got to where we are today. Um, yeah, as Hamish said, neither of us got uh, university degrees. We just uh, started in the job and worked our way up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, really if that's something that you're interested in doing, if university doesn't really seem like the thing for you, um, if you're really just keen to get stuck in and start working in the industry you're keen on, do it. Like there's no reason why you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, just go out, find those mentors. Definitely, definitely. And, people. And, and I guess, um, you know, we, we – going about it all the time in here, you know, be got to follow what you, what you're passionate about. Yeah. Uh, you follow what you're passionate about. You always work out how to make money off it. Mm-hmm. Um, we live, we work for a long time in this life. You need to make sure you're doing something that you love. Otherwise it's going to feel even longer. Yes. Um, <laughs> Definitely. you know, beautiful. Yeah. So that's, uh, us. That's the first step. That's yeah. the first step of, uh, hopefully, a. Very oh engaging and entertaining <laughs> podcast, um, you know, to all our users who, who are listening in, um, please give us your recommendations, send yeah. us in people that you want us to talk to. We're, we're going to go through, you know, different, different themes each yeah. week and, and discuss it, get different experts yeah. on. Different careers, different industries, different amazing influences that you'd love to hear from. Just let us know because we'd be keen to get them in and definitely pick definitely. their brain about what their post-school journey was like and how they got to where they are today. Um, it'd be really cool to get some of their stories. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Blake. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> thank, you. Uh, thank you to everyone else. Thanks, uh, Tom and Matt behind the Yeah, cams. thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. Thank you for setting all this up. Uh, it looks, looks bloody awesome. Um, Cheers, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. <laughs>